Welcome to Do Not Listen to This Podcast. You can check out all the details on the podcast at do not listen to this podcast.com. 50% of your donations go to help feed stray cats and dogs, and the other 50% goes to cover the cost of the podcast. I have one of my favorite people that I've met through LinkedIn, uh, and I'm sure we'll get to meet next year in the real world. Uh, hopefully, we can get them to come to Thailand the year after. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Hey, I'm Doug Thompson, and that's funny. You're one of the most interesting people I've met on LinkedIn, too. So oh, that's nice. Been. That's good. Well, it's, you know. It, 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 isn't this the real world now? So you, you mentioned real world. <laughs> isn't this the real well, this world? This is now? the real world. That's right. So yeah, Zoom, Zoom is more the real world. Although, so I have a, what's funny when it comes to Zoom is that I have a thing where I only do, I do no more than two Zoom meetings a day. Mm-hmm. I find that if, if I do more than that, they become counterproductive. And um, also, if you're doing a Zoom meeting and somebody uh, and somebody happens to need some extra time, you've got that buffer. You're not. Yeah. Uh, uh, and and no, for I, the, I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say for the podcast, I don't show people the video so everybody feels safe. So. Well, yeah, you don't have to worry about your hair. I, I you know, I, I noticed that a lot of my uh, colleagues and this is not to be sick. Some of them, a lot of them seem to be female. Don't don't want to turn on the camera all the, all the time. I don't blame them. I don't. I don't. Uh, I mean, I don't. I uh, like me with the natural beauty, you know, that requires no preparation. Yeah. Some <laughs> some some men should probably rethink their uh, visibility yes. on the on the Zoom. So this episode, what I wanted to get into with you, and I'm tying all these episodes back for season two into the pandemic and how it's impacted. Is I know you're. A lover of story and how story works in the sales process and story in general it's your thing it's your it's the thing that you're passionate about i want to talk about how the pandemic has changed everybody's story right mm-hmm. and um hopefully we can give some people some tips on on what to do and what to stop doing. I, I'm going to jump in by first saying the biggest mistake I see people doing when it comes to trying to tell their story is that they're holding on to the story of the past. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're ruminating. And whatever story you were telling before February or March of 2019, as mm-hmm. great as that story was. Yeah. Get rid of it because most people don't care. They don't give a fuck. So what's your take on some of the mistakes people are making? Yeah, well, you're exactly right. They they hold on to that. uh, And, and, you know, this is my go-to thing. It reminds me of John Candy on on Splash where he's throwing, even as an adult, he's throwing chains down on the the floor to try to look up a woman's skirt. Because right. it worked for him, you know. He says, "Yeah, hey, it works for me. I I hang with that." And some people have done that with their stories. In that now they're there as we get distance from when this started, or we get deeper into this isolation that we have, is that it, it loses relevance. Like I said, so I, I have an example from a generational perspective where I talk about TV shows or movies, right? Of which, oftentimes now, a lot of my audience is not wasn't even born. Yeah, they're like, what, 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 are you, what are you talking about TV? Yeah, what's the television? What's radio? What's yeah. When I talk yeah. about radio stories, they're like, yeah. what's radio? Exactly. Google it. You, Google you have to relate it. to podcasts. In that case, yeah. you have to sort of evolve radio into a podcast because that's sort of what, it, what it's done to. It's not live anymore, but that's a more of an appropriate frame of reference. Right. 
I've actually looked at it as an opportunity to tell better stories, but, but I'm always trying, you know, I, but even that's what you I would do anyway. You would have done that yeah. had there not been a pandemic. That's yeah, your, so, I, I'm, so I'm constantly that's, iterating because I like to take current experiences or even something like when I get when I get on stage, it may be a presentation I've done 50 times, but I right. guarantee you each of those 50 times have been different enough because I try to add a little local flavor. Is there right. something that's happened in the news? So so I'm always ready to it finds something to make it new and fresh. Well, I think you're, you, you just gave out your first, you just gave out your first gold nugget of the podcast, which is everything is an opportunity, you know, whether it's mm -hmm. a bad thing or a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I think that's an important, mm -hmm. I think a lot of people. Yeah. Well, it's it. like, yeah. To go back to the Hollywood, there's no such thing as bad press. Right. So, so again, uh, it's not neither good nor bad. It's it's an opportunity. Yeah, I mean the thing is, is that you've got to understand that it, that's that's a mindset thing that you have. That's um, that's an asset to your storytelling. Mm -hmm. The the ability to yeah. see the opportunity in the chaos. Well, and that's the great thing about it is I I try to. I've evolved to the point, and this was unconsciously. I mean, it was just simply something that, you know, as you get, as you get better at something, you, you get to that, if you go around the quadrants where the first thing you're unconscious and you're, you're incompetent or you're consciously incompetent. Right. And you sort of revolve around when you're doing things, you get to the, the, the top square where you're conscious, you're unconsciously competent. Right. Where you don't really have to think about it. And, and that's, that's the, you know, I, there's a skill I pick up. I didn't know I picked up. Right. But, but I'm constantly looking at life as a story. And what could I, what could I like, for example, over the weekend, we were decorating outside. I was doing my Clark Griswold stuff. <clears throat> and my granddaughter comes up and picks up a string of lights. And, you know, I've got some video because it's like, okay, here's the next generation right. of Clark Griswolds <laughs> that right. we've got, got coming, you know. So um, other people would just sort of pass by and thought it was cute. But, I, you know, I'm trying to build a story yeah. around how she well, thinks we should decorate now. That's sort of the new storyline. That's right. You're right. She's the, you know, she's the one that you're handing the baton to. Yeah. And that's a, yeah, that's she's a, a year old. I, I need, I need her to grow up faster. <laughs> I fell off a ladder this weekend. You fell off a ladder? <laughs> how? Yeah, it was only, it was luckily there was a ladder? garbage can to break my fall. Oh my God. <laughs> so why let, let's start from the basics because i think a lot of people think they know story i know people that uh sell services that they tell stories when they don't know the basics um let's let's give them the basics of what story is and most importantly what story is not yeah uh story is well it's, it, story is the basis of human communication. We, we learned about stories and told stories before we actually had a language. If you go back right. to the cave drawings where there were pictures, that's a you know, story. told a story. Right. And our brains are wired to learn that way. And, and over time, memorization and stuff is sort of coming into place. So what we'll do is we'll get some slick marketing slides or we'll get something like that. And, you know, it's really cool in their, in their mind as they bring it up in market research right. and stuff. But once it hits reality and you're talking to normal people that aren't marketing people or something like that, right. it's, you know, it, it, what it, it's, 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 it's like it's been translated from a different language. That's right. So, so the first thing I do is try to start my stories where my audience 
lives, where they reside, where are these, these other things. There's another gold nugget Cause, there. Because I, I find out that... that I want to jump in on the gold nuggets, right? Because right. the gold nugget is you're putting the audience first. Yeah. People make the mistake of putting themselves first. Yes. They think yes. they're the hero of the story. They're not. Yeah. And, and that's a big, that's a big, if you're not yeah. thinking yeah. audience first, you're not telling the story. Right. They, 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 they confuse the fact that a story about yourself, you're not the, you're not, the, it's not about you. That's you're right. a vehicle to get a message across. At best, you know, and and you know, a lot of times, yeah, yeah, and a lot of times, my 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 vehicle is very flawed. Sure. It has a lot of dents and dings. But that <laughs> makes things. it like because it, it humanizes it too. That makes it likable to the audience, right? You have yeah. to. Be, this is why. So this is why. This is why when somebody is arrogant, um, they don't get the compassion and empathy that they would get if they were just absolutely stupid even though it's mm -hmm. the same side of the coin, right? It's both based in fear, right? The person mm -hmm. who's absolutely stupid isn't afraid of looking stupid. The person mm -hmm. who's arrogant is so consumed by the fear of looking stupid that they, mm -hmm. uh, that they create this unlike, you know, this unlikable yeah. character, but they're both. Yeah. yeah. Right. It, there's a lot of that. And politicians are really bad about doing that. Politicians um, are the most easiest characters to see through. Yeah. Especially yeah. now in the age of the internet, right? Yeah. But in, in yeah. fairness to politicians, right? Um, I see business people do the exact same things that politicians do. Yeah. I mean, I see them say one thing in a meeting and do the complete opposite. And, you know, that's so, what so I'm You just hit a gold nugget number three is you always got to be yourself, whether you're, where you're recording a video, telling if you show up in person and you're different than you are in video or on stage or oh, yeah. on a podcast. Yeah. People see you know, through that shit really fast. People see. So that's golden number three. So if you're telling a story and it better be, you know, it's gotta be the true you. It's, it's not you on the best day. It's not you on the worst day. Right. Although the worst days right. often pretty makes an interesting story. Um, but it's you've got to be because that's the biggest compliment I get from my customers that I go out and talk to that, you know, they've, they've I've not seen maybe one or two comments on, on my LinkedIn stuff and all that. But I go out and talk to him says, man, you're just like you are yeah. on LinkedIn in person. I said, no, that's I said, well, I hope so. Yeah, that's right. So that's, a, you know, that's what's interesting with if I saw this problem with a, a lot of the younger people, a lot of the kids out there. We're trying to present an image is that they were, you know, that they were very open and they were into collaboration. And when you met them in person, they were not open and they weren't into collaboration <laughs> and it messed them mm -hmm. up. Right. And yeah. I think that, but I also think that's something that comes with age. Yeah. You know, as we it, get, it is. As we get older, it's easier to remove the versions of ourselves that we want people to see. Yeah, you, know, you know, a couple of things come to mind. One is it takes an exorbitant amount of energy to keep up that facade of somebody that you're not. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and, and it's just, I get lazy. I would say most men get lazy and that's what gets them to being honest. Yeah, yeah. We, we get, you know, we, we race to that to be this, to be yeah. who we think we're supposed to be. And then we get around, but then we get turned into Al Bundy. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I mean, the truth is most, you know, not to be uh, sexist, but most men, we are, uh, we're projects. 
you yeah. know, we, we need oh, a yeah. lot of, we need a lot of help. I mean, and it, we probably wouldn't end up with most women if we weren't projects because women are good at projects. Yes. So it's, a, it's a gross over. That's a, that's a whole other. It's a, it's a whole, but yeah. generalization, generalizations are really important in telling story because. Oh, they are. That's what, whether you yeah. like it or not, that's where most people are is they generalize. Well, it, the getting, back, getting back to the first point of that, you know, a lot of my stories, the, the core message or the core thing of it is, is very similar. And, and I'll repurpose it different ways, depending on who the audience is, right? What exactly, you know, cause in, in, when I, you know, in Microsoft, when I've got to, I've got to sell a, a gazillion different products and services. Sure. And, but, and, but the needs. And some people don't like Microsoft. So you're, you, yeah. you have to get through that, right? You have to, it's like they take, they're bringing that on to you. Yeah. Um, and, but if they, they like you, then all of a sudden. Well, that so that's, that's away. the thing. If, if I am being myself. Right. I can overcome a lot of that. Right. right. So that's right. the other thing on that is, is selling, you know, that's the old saying, selling is down to person to person. Yeah. And I think. A right. Lot, and, and it's, that's what it comes people, back down to. A lot of people are not aware when it comes to Microsoft and is that, and a lot of people don't know this, but I, I, I'm going to release it here on the podcast so people know it and get it. The T in Microsoft actually stands for Doug Thompson. That's how important yeah. Doug <laughs> is at Microsoft. Even before they knew it. Yes. That's and that's, I think a lot of people don't, you know, they don't realize how lucky they are to get to talk to the actual T in Microsoft. Yeah. <laughs> that's gold number at number five of that. But, you know, getting back, getting back to the, the whole thing of the pandemic and all is that people, you know, and in telling a story when you're in person, there's this unseen energy that sort of goes across that, yes. that helps sell the story. Yeah. So to truly be effective now in this um, where you're not, you don't have that vibe. There is a barrier between us. Right. Uh, that doesn't translate into ones and zeros as well is that now, and this is your frame, is your face, basically. You don't sure. get to see arms. Sure. and You'll see an arm or a leg or some flailing in front of my camera on occasion. Right. Simply because right. if you tied me up, I couldn't talk. That's the best way to mute me is just tie my hands. That's, <laughs> That's a whole funny. other story. That's, That's funny. <laughs> but um, it is how do you get, how do you use your face to tell a story? You know, and, yeah. and it gets down to, to, to that getting, and actors would be, you know, they're, they're wonderful at being able to yeah, manipulate I, this. Well, the, oh, yeah, so, it, and that is, so this is what's funny is that um, manipulation is certainly the way it, it gets perceived, mm -hmm. right? But in, in fairness, I, I, what, it, what it really is, is that in acting training, it, when you get really trained very well as an actor, you have mm -hmm. the ability to get into the empty space like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I can pick and choose what emotion I need to show you rather than tell right. you. Right. Yeah. And show, show, not tell is really mm -hmm. the key to great storytelling. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's it, the visuals and the, is the thing. And like you said, the body language right. is where, you know, somebody may say that they're on board, but you can do everything in their body tells oh, yeah. you that they're not. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you you can tell that they they they're just going through the motion. But you bring up a good point, and you, you look at some of the tragic 
people that got too much into the role, Heath Ledger and, and things like that. Yeah, they look, that's the too thing. much into it. That's the pro. So that's the pro. If you go too deep into method acting training, mm-hmm. and you don't go get therapy, mm-hmm. you're gonna die sooner than you're gonna die younger, um, mm-hmm. because yes, we have the ability to get there, but you know, and if you don't have the psychological, the professional psychological tools to um, come back from that space. Yeah. Uh, you know, when, when I yeah. would be, co- when I would be coaching actors, the one thing I would always be watching is I wanted them to get a little out of their comfort zone, but not too mm-hmm. far out of their comfort zone. Right. If they got too far out of their comfort zone, what I would do intentionally is I would tell everybody to take a break and I would get everybody out of the room and I would go to that person who had gone too far out of their comfort zone. And, you know, like, you know, just like a paramedic, kind of bring them back you know into their their safe space right is the paddles clear well yeah exactly <laughs> because you know and so yes exactly that's right well and so you what's what's the thing you notice what how did the pandemic change the way you tell stories um It hasn't changed it for, for me. It hasn't changed a lot. Cause I've always been sort of fluid and adaptable mm-hmm. and, and stuff, but, but I have noticed some of my, some people I watch is now that when they get in to do this, it's, it's, they've gotten a little more personal and a little bit more caring about the other person. It's a check-in good to sort of do that. And we'll always start. And I've done this all the time, but we'll always start with a little personal story. Hey, how's the family? What's going on? You know, it's, you try to get in and just sort of set the stage. Hey, we're in this together. We're all sort of right. suffering. And I really want to know what's going on. Right. But, and, and again, that's not cheesy. It's not meant to be. No. Geez, it's because I want to make that connection. I, I want to establish, Hey, are, are you, you know, what's your, and this I, is, it sounds a bit medical, you know, how's your no, mindset? I, you know, I, how many fingers do I have up? I agree. These other things, but, but it's sort of to gauge the day, but also, there's also usually a good story in that. And then they'll say, well, X, Y, Z happened. He says, you know, that exact same thing happened to me the other day. Yeah. no, exactly. And you know, you're making that human connection. So it's an opportunity to get more information. Yeah. The emotional- so that you can help sort of then compile or tailor your story. That's, I think, one of the things people miss in sales and marketing is that when you're telling story, the goal is you only have really one goal. It's not to sell the product. It's to create the emotional connection. The the sale of the product mm-hmm. happens so far on the back end, but you have to get that because yeah. sales are emotional. People buy emotionally. They don't, mm-hmm. a, a small percentage of people buy logically. Mm-hmm. However, for them, that anal level of detail, that checking and mm-hmm. going deeper and deeper and deeper, that's emotional for them because yeah. they can't access. Well, they can't access the other emotions because they're so stuck yeah. in their head. But that's emotional for it, them. It's, even they buy emotional but don't realize it. Well, and that's where I get – that's where my, my sort of – my motto is where uh, storytelling is greater than tech explaining. Absolutely. Because especially in the technology is you get into that. It's a speeds and it's a feeds and there's absolutely no personal touch right. in there. It's very cold. It's very right. binary. Whereas – you have to tie it into what does that mean for your customer? What does that mean for you? Well, how does that improve their life? And it gets back into that emotional connection, right? So you're making yeah. 
you're making that you're getting out of the speeds and feeds that used to sell PCs because, Hey, this one's twice as fast as the year before. And it's got four times as much memory. So it must be better. Well, yeah. And you know, with technology, what's interesting is the, the sales cycle has gotten so much shorter on products and services because the technology just kind of, you know, moves at such a speed. Right. So, you know, you, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm waiting for my iPhone 17, but because it, it'll be here in a week or two, right? Yeah. It's, it yeah. just happens that fast, right? So yeah. you're right. I mean, when it comes to the, telling the story of technology, you always have, have to say, look, this is what you need to be not, to buy now to not be out of touch. Um, if you wait six months, you're going to be out of touch at a yeah. deeper level. So, yeah. Customers are more educated because all the information about your product and service is published out there somewhere. That's right. That's right. So then my, my role comes in to make that human connection because I can read speed, you know, I can read case studies. I can read these other things on there. Right. But at the end of the day, I need to sort of tie that into why that's going to change Roger's life. Right. And I do, because I, I, I do, I was thinking what I want to do here uh, before I forget is I do want to get a little plug in for Microsoft because Microsoft did step up to the plate with the online training and the online, you know, with, a lot of the stuff they did to facilitate education. So why don't you just say a little bit about what they did? Cause I think that's, I think that was very powerful and impactful and helpful. Well, I mean, there's a lot of those courses and stuff available for people to skill and right. reskill. Uh, and they made that, a lot of, the, a lot of them available for free. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And in the education market, you know, we've done some things through, you know, Teams. We're on Zoom today. Right. But on Teams is, is the Microsoft equivalent, or actually it's better, but that's a whole other story. But um, it's, you know, for, for education, for the, for the kids, because what happened was, you know, these schools, all of a sudden you're used to, you, everything's built around being in a classroom with 30 kids and a right. physical teacher and stuff. And now everybody's at home. How do you Try to bridge that, that gap so that we made a lot of training available how to effectively use these remote things because we've been doing that. Um, you know, extra capacity. There was things that we did that that we did at no cost to enable some of these other things um, in, in education to do that because we're, we're all, I mean, we're all humans and, and we yeah. have, you know, our, our management, you know, that we were one of the first ones to send, stay home. Yeah. Um, you know, they made a commitment that, you know, going forward, a certain amount of jobs, even when we come back to, We'll be at home where right. you can do things in person has uh you know you, you at least have the option to work from home some days a week you know unless of course you're you know on the button or whatever that you need right. to do but um well, i thought it, they did change the mindset to do that i thought they did a great job i thought they really stepped up and i don't think they really got the credit that they deserved for that so well, um, thank you now uh, on behalf of you know, thank you <laughs> well you are the t at microsoft as we yeah, that's right as we cleared up earlier yeah. um I think another mistake people are making is not understanding two things when it comes to story. One, that conflict is important. Oh yeah. It's okay to have conflict. You got, you know, you can't be, if you're just being nice all the time, nobody's going to buy that. You have to show some conflict and that division is okay because division helps pre-qualify your markets. You know, mm -hmm. you just, and I think that they try to avoid those two things. What, what, what do you think people might be missing when it comes to telling their story? Yeah, uh, to go back to your point, you can't be all things to everybody. 
Right. That's right. right? So it's, it's, it's just like, right. it's just like, in a, you can't please everybody because then you're not really, you're not really hooking into the people that can really hear your message. Right. But, um, you know, the, the, the conflict, and, and this is a Stephen Pressfield did a really good job in his book. No one wants to read your, 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 can I, can I cuss on here? Yeah. Your poop. I'll just use the politically correct word. Right. Um, and he talks about right. sort of the story arc and, and, and the deeper the conflict and all the other stuff, the more the human mind wants to dig in and listen to That's it. That's right. That's right. Because if you think about the, the most powerful That's stories right. you've ever had, there's, there's deep conflict. Or yeah. Even if you go back to Finding Nemo, there's, you know, he's, he's, the dad's losing his son. He has to go on this big journey. Yep. That's, That's right. It's called all the Pixar piss. So you need That's that right. conflict in there. And because it causes action, it causes people to move. So a lot of times when you're in, in these sales cycles, it's people will not make a decision. Yes. And what they yes. don't realize is that by not making a decision, you have made a decision and now you're going backwards. That's exactly right. So there is right. a cost to inaction of doing some things. So yeah, there's, because change involves pain a lot of times. Yep. You know, if we want to update it, there's, there's, there's a churn in the pain that goes, and people, we, we don't like, we like to avoid that if we can, but it's necessary to go through to that next plateau. So by not making that decision, you, you, you could be at a competitive disadvantage. You could be right. losing people because now you're on this 1920s technology or, or right. whatever that, that, you know, you're not getting the best and brightest or, you know, the, the, the sure. from the younger people who expect things, right. They right. expect higher performing technology. Yeah. So there's that risk and that, you know, to your point, the conflict there, people don't use that enough or, or yeah. a challenge they, they all try to be too nice or people please which is really it's like get over yeah. those two things not everybody has to be nice and you don't have to people please yeah. well let's i mean i'm really a nice person and i'm trying to but big difference know, between being nice which you are and being a people yeah. pleaser and uh, being a people pleaser which you are not yeah. Yeah. right yeah um yeah uh, and i'm willing to walk away some sometimes it's just like yeah you know yeah. we're we're You've got your point of view and all that. And, and a lot of times you can coexist. Yes. And, and in our space, you know, Google's got a lot of educators. They do these other things. Right. But there's other areas where we can um, come in and enhance their life. So I focus right. on those areas. That's, that's good. And, and where I can do some things rather than trying to just, you know, because you get in this philosophical battle. Yep. And, and nobody wins. That's right. Um, what would you want? people listening to this episode to walk away with when it comes to story. That stories happen all around us. Keep your eyes open for it and try to think in a story. How would this make a good story? Right. Be because by doing that, you're letting go of the past. Like we started this episode yeah. of where we're yeah. stuck in the pre pandemic world right. of, Hey, we can right. fly around. I'll be in front of you. I'll do these other things. Right. Which had a totally different frame of right. reference. That allows you to be, be present, be more relevant, and be more timely with what your story is. That's very good. The last thing I would like people to, to know is story has a structure, a beginning, a middle, and an end. And we have mm -hmm. come to the end of this episode. Thanks for coming on.